Um, good morning. Welcome to Revolution. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dante Griffin. I am a member of the preaching team here. And today we're going to continue with our study on spiritual discipline. In particular, we're going to focus today on studying scripture. And so I want to start with a personal story and a resident embarrassing photo. So go for it, Kenny. <sighs> Afros are bad. I'm sorry, they just are. Um, so to begin to start, the average child in the US begins to read on their own somewhere between the ages of five and seven, is what they is what I discovered. So what that means is if you give them a book child and they can start to read it on their own, read the words aloud without any help. So one day my mom catches me at the TV reading a commercial and she's like, ooh, he's starting to read. And then she realizes that, wait a minute, he's not just repeating the words because that's a commercial he's never seen before. So she gives me a book that she's never read to me and I start reading it out loud to her. And now she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know she should be happy or excited or worried because I wasn't six or seven or even five. I was three. That's me. Go back to that picture. That's me at three. I know something's going to I love to read. I love to read almost as much as I love being on my computer. And those of you who know me know I love being on my computer. One of my biggest regrets, one of my biggest regrets as I've gotten older is that I don't read as much as I used to when I was younger. And so tied into that love of reading is a love of um, study. I love to study. And particularly, I love to study scripture. I love reading and thinking about the Bible. I love listening to the spirit as, he's, as I'm looking at a scripture passage. I love spending time almost every day, whether it's at my computer, looking at a Bible passage, or reading a book on scripture, or even driving in my car, just thinking about a scripture passage, or thinking about a teaching plan. I even love memorizing scripture, although that became a problem, which I'll go into a bit later. But this love of study creates a problem for me as I talk to you today, because I know from talking to a lot of Christians, most believers don't like to study scripture. Let's be honest, they don't. In fact, based upon the conversations I've had with most Christians, when they think about studying scripture, what they think about is it's annoying, it's boring, it's challenging, it's time consuming, and I don't have the time to do it. Christian faith, it seems, has become almost this sort of bait and switch. We tell people that Okay, all you need to do is believe in Jesus and have faith in him. All right, so people start believing, and they say, okay, I'm a Christian now. And then we start telling them, all right, now you need to memorize John 3.16. Now you need to study Romans. I don't know why they tell them that, but they do. You need to study these foundational doctrines of the, of the, um, of the faith. You need to know what redemption and justification and sanctification means. And suddenly you're expected to know and study the entire contents of this 2,000 plus year old book. So I get it. I, I don't expect you to love to study scripture as much as I do. The, the reality is, it's a, for me, it's a gift. 
And I understand that. So as we talk today about studying scripture, what I would ask you to do today is two things. One, allow the spirit to speak to you about why the discipline of studying scripture is so important. And then two, why it's so critical to listen to the spirit as you study scripture. So let's jump into it. Why do we need to study scripture? Let's get the most obvious reason out of the way. And that is God commands us. There's no way around that. God commands us to study his word. Um, Psalm 119, which is the longest chapter in scripture, talks endlessly about knowing and living out scripture. We could read the entire chapter and be confronted with this commandment of God to know scripture. But the verse I want to focus in on today is verse 27. And it reads like this. Help me understand the meaning of your commandments, and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. So this verse reveals profound truth, and that is that scripture, study of scripture, is actually a two-person job. The first person is the Holy Spirit himself. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to help you understand what the Father is telling you through scripture. Kenny actually noted this last week when he was talking about prayer in John 14, 26. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So some of the biggest reasons I hear people give about not wanting to study scripture is that they're not smart enough. They don't have the, the learning, the study, the um, academic credentials. Let me let you in on a secret that they don't tell you at seminary. You have to find this out yourself. Understanding scripture ultimately comes from God. It doesn't come from you. It's not your intelligence supposed lack thereof. It's not your academic accomplishments or lack thereof. It's actually jobs God, mm, jobs God. God's job to bring wisdom and understanding of his word into your life. All the intelligence and schooling and learning is meaningless unless God participates in this process. But I said it is a two-person job. So the spirit is the first person, and yes, you are the second person. It's the spirit's job to bring understanding it's your job to discipline yourself to study God's word. And the reason for this, I'm afraid to say, is simply this. The spirit just doesn't work in bringing wisdom and understanding into your life unless you put the time and effort into studying scripture. This is a requirement for all believers. It's even a requirement for kings and rulers. Um, in Deuteronomy, Moses is giving his final address to the people of Israel before they enter the promised land. And he foretells, foretells a time when the people will have a king ruling over them. And this, Moses says, is a requirement for that king. When he sits on the throne as a king, he must copy for himself this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests. He must always keep that copy with him and read it daily as long as he lives. That way, he will learn to fear the Lord his God by obeying all the terms of these instructions and decrees. So even the king is required to read and study scripture daily. God desires it for his people to know and learn his word, and we just can't escape that responsibility. So that's reason one why we need to study scripture. 
But are there other reasons besides just simply obeying God? Yes, there are. A big reason to, to study scripture is to get to know Jesus better. When you come to believe in Jesus as your savior, when you choose to commit your life to him, you want to get to know him better. It's just like with any relationship, whether between friends or spouses, just should be a growing desire to better know that person you're in a relationship with. That relationship grows by you spending time with that person. We saw last week that one of the ways we spend time with Jesus is through prayer. Well, another way we spend time with Jesus is through this study and reading of his word. Again, part of this is the Spirit's working in you. He fans those flames of desire for you wanting to know the Father and the Son better. The Apostle Peter, in his second letter, opens the book like this. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. And then he ends the book with almost the same way. Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we grow in our knowledge of God and Jesus, we grow in our relationship with him. In another part of 2 Peter, the apostle says this, in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance, patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. And so part of our growing as believers and growing in the fruits and the characteristics that God desires for each of us to possess is growing in knowledge of scripture. So why do we need to study scripture? We're commanded by God. We want to get to know Jesus better. And a third reason is to learn God's plans and purposes for our lives. God has a plan for you. The specifics can vary from believer to believer, but the basics of that plan involves you doing good and doing right. And a way for you to learn and to know and to grow in that plan is to know God's word. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 puts it like this. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. You see, the Heavenly Father has not drawn you into relationship with him simply to cast you adrift. The God of the universe has plans for you, for every one of you. And knowing those plans and those purposes requires effort and discipline on your part. We need to pay attention to what God is doing in our lives. And a key component of paying that attention is studying scripture. <coughs> so, and I've not, I'm going faster than I wanted to, but it's all right. Um, so we've talked a little bit about why we need to study scripture. I, I wanna come back now and talk a little bit about listening to the Holy Spirit and studying scripture. Let me say it again. It's the Holy Spirit's job to bring wisdom and understanding into your life 
when you participate with him in studying scripture. Again, John 14, 26. For when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So the Spirit's job is to bring that wisdom understanding, but that requires something profound from us when we study scripture, something that I think a lot of believers find difficult, or maybe even unbelievable. And that is this, you need to actually listen to the Spirit speaking to you. You need to be in the type of relationship where you hear God speaking to you. So let me just ask a very pointed question. As a follower of Jesus, do you truly believe that God speaks to you? Do you believe that the God of the universe desires to be in relationship with you? Dallas Willard, one of my favorite Christian authors and thinkers, says this in one of his own books. We must never forget that God speaks to us for the purpose of developing an intelligent, freely cooperative relationship between him and us in which we are fellow co-workers or co-laborers with him. God wants us to participate in the governance of his kingdom. Our primary goal then is not just to hear the voice of God, but to be mature people in a loving relationship with God. We need to be willing and comfortable hearing God speak to us through his spirit. That's what our relationship with Jesus requires. Back when we were at Heritage, I gave the first, my first time I spoke in front of you. And I talked about the fact that I, I come from a Southern Baptist church. And I talked about the Baptist faith and message, the unofficial creed of the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, that creed, as they call it, has changed over the years. And one of the phrases they removed in the last set of changes really bothered me, and it bothers me to this day. And what they removed was actually a, a phrase that was in the section dealing with scripture, and it goes like this. The criteria by which the Bible is to be interpreted is Jesus Christ. When you study scripture, it's not scripture itself you're listening to. It's Jesus through his spirit you're listening to. You have to be willing to allow the spirit to speak to you, to challenge you, to change you. Studying scripture without listening to the spirit makes you no different than a non-believer writing books and commentaries and sermons about Jesus and God in the church. You can do it, but your life isn't being changed according to God's will and purpose. Studying scripture reveals Jesus to you if you're willing to listen. But there is a danger here. It's too easy at times to claim that one's own beliefs and desires is the Spirit speaking to you. Has he really spoken to you? Or are we hearing just our own personal thoughts and desires, our own wants and beliefs? It's easy to convince ourselves that what we want to do is what the Spirit is telling us to do. Now that can be true when our thoughts, definitely when our thoughts are training towards evil things or evil desires. But even when our desire is good, we can still be mistaken about where God is leading. Second Samuel chapter 7 um, tells the story of David's desire to build a temple for God. It's a good thing. 
God built God a house. The prophet Nathan encourages David in this um, endeavor. But then the Lord comes to both David and Nathan and tells them, I never intended David to build me a house. It's a great idea, but it's not my, it's not my plans for you. And so listening to the spirit through the study of scripture requires both a willingness to hear God and a discernment to know when God is speaking and what he's saying to us. Well, I'm really flying through this. I'm, I apologize. But guess what? We get out early because we're getting ready to close. So to close this out, I want to close with three warnings about studying scripture. And I want to come back to something I said at the beginning. I love to study scripture. And part of studying scripture is memorizing it. But for those of you who know me and have seen me when we've had discussions and I start finding scriptures left and right in my, in my Bible, this is something that may surprise you. I purposely avoid memorizing scripture. Now, understand what I'm about to tell you because I see Fred looking at me like, what? Um, this is about me. This, I'm not saying you should not memorize scripture. You should. But I discovered some years ago that when I, start, when I intentionally memorized scripture, I started, for lack of a better term, I started getting a big ego. The more I memorized verses and passages, the more arrogant I became, the more judgmental I became. I began seeing myself above other people. Scripture became a weapon I used not to fight the evil one or to grow in my faith, but to fight with other people, particularly other believers. And I eventually realized that I was committing one of the most grievous sins a believer of Jesus can commit. And that is, I stopped loving people. So these days, when I study scripture, I focus much less on simply memorizing the text. And I focus more on what the Spirit is saying to me through the text. And so, warning number one about studying scripture, and that is studying without love. Studying scripture without love is a recipe for becoming Christlessness. God's greatest commandment to us is to love him with our entire being and to love others. It is all too easy to use scripture as a weapon for our own purposes instead of God's to use his word to attack other believers or non-believers, to commit non-loving actions and attitudes and justify them, to become less instead of more like Jesus. 1 Corinthians 13 is often quoted at weddings, but in that passage is some warnings about knowing scripture and the lack of love. If I have the gift of prophecy, and I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge. And if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. <clears throat> Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love will last forever. So that's my first warning to you today, studying scripture without love. The second warning is related to that, and that is studying without humility. Jesus spent a lot of time 
on his time on earth, rebuking the Pharisees and the scribes. For them, their life work was studying scripture. They knew it inside and out. And yet he was constantly rebuking them for what he saw as their lack of humility in studying scripture. And that re rebuke is instructive now as it is as it was then. Matthew 23, verse, starting with verse 8 goes, Don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher, and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. And don't address anyone here on earth as father, for only God in heaven is your father. And don't let anyone call you teacher, for you have only one teacher, the Messiah. The greatest among you must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Studying scripture with humility means knowing and accepting that you don't know everything about scripture, about Jesus, about God. There's always, no matter how long you've been a believer, no matter how much you have studied scripture, there's always more to learn and understand. Humility requires that we approach scripture not looking to simply increase our knowledge of it, but to allow the spirit to change us, to change long-held beliefs, to possibly even change beliefs about God that become more important to us than God himself. So studying without love, studying without humility, the final warning. Studying scripture without a desire to put into practice what you have studied. When the spirit brings some sin or some wrongdoing to your knowledge through study, you need to confess that sin and repent, not just blow it off and continue on your merry way. If you realize that you're holding on to a belief so hard that it's become more precious to you than Jesus himself, you need to allow the spirit to change you. You don't study scripture just to study it. You study it to allow the God of the universe to speak to you, to change you to grow you more like his son, Jesus. Listening to the spirit through the study of scripture is not easy. It's not always fun, it's not always enjoyable, and especially when the spirit is working, doing his work of conviction. But getting to know the Father and the Jesus more, understanding more and more God's love for you, makes the effort so worthwhile. And that's my challenge for you today. I know all of us are busy. We have busy schedules, families to take care of. But my challenge for you today is to set aside some time in your daily walk with Jesus to let the Spirit speak to you by studying his word. Let's pray. Father God, you are so wonderful. You have sent us Jesus not just to save us from our sins, but to show us how to live a more, a more greater life than we can possibly imagine. Thank you for your scripture, for your word. Help us to hear your spirit speak to us as we read it, as we study it, so that we can grow more in our relationship with you. Thank you, in your son's holy name, amen.